of the Bill Michaels Show. So happy you're here today. Nice Friday, warm. It's going to be warm over the weekend, too. Batting down the hatches, I guess, if you're on the uh, western portion of the state, you could get some severe weather over the weekend where they are going to uh, have some rain and thunderstorms. I think it's going to be across the state, but which we need, by the way. I don't know how bad the uh, the drought uh, is in the northern counties, but I know down here in southeastern Wisconsin, it is it's it's dangerously bad. They said so. We're I think like eighteen or nineteen inches of snow less than we would normally get. Uh, precipitation has been nil, um, and they said that when at least this is what's being stated is that if we don't start getting more substantial precipitation that when spring gets here and things begin to dry out relatively quick, that it'll dry out so fast that suddenly fire dangers become extremely real. So we'll see what, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens here. Uh, 877-867-1670, Uh So anyway, glad to have you along on this, uh, on this good Friday. Uh, hopefully uh, you enjoy your day. Uh, got our buddy Peter Bukowski uh, from the Locked on Packers podcast uh, joining us on the hotline. Peter, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you, Bill? We're doing extremely well. So let's start with, uh, obviously, all the discussion is Aaron Rodgers, but the criticism is becoming much more loud. Uh, one, we all know uh, the report was uh, right around $50 million bucks, highest paid player in the NFL, short-term deal. Uh, is it warranted the criticism that's being heaped upon him if he takes all the money? Well, look, I, I, there's there's two things here. Um I want everyone to take their money. We, I said this when I was on with you a, a week or so ago. Get, get all the money that you can while you can. The football player's window to, to make money is extremely small. Um, we need to see what the deal looks like. Because if it just comes in and all of a sudden it's, it's $40, $50 million on the salary cap and it doesn't help the Packers do things like uh, retain Devondre Campbell or pay Marquez Valdez-Scantling, then I think you start to have real criticisms on – how can you say it's not, first of all, how can you say it's not about the money and then have it be about the money? But then also you said you don't, you don't want to go through a rebuild. You said you, you want it to keep this group together and look at your contract as part of the issue. You go back and look at Drew Brees with New Orleans Saints. He was taking less those last three, four, five years in New Orleans when he was still a top five quarterback. Now the last year in New Orleans, he, he was not great, but he, he had been an extremely productive player, taking a little bit less than than market value for his services. Tom Brady did it for, you know, a decade in in New England, um, and so th- that's part of the criticism. I think I think the the fairer criticism to me is what are we waiting on? Because all of the reporting right now is that teams think he's coming back, the Packers think he's coming back. And the longer that this takes, the more complicated it gets for the Packers from a salary cap standpoint, even if Rodgers does come back and signs a deal that is reasonable. Now you have to deal with Devontae Adams. You have to deal with these other free agents that they might want to sign, Devontae Campbell, Russell Douglas, et cetera, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. How do you do that in time for the new league year to start? Every day that is lost here is a day that the Packers could be moving toward trying to make this roster better for Aaron Rodgers or – whoever the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers is going to be. As we, uh, as we move forward, and I agree with you, it just it seems like it, I, I was just listening to Ian Rappaport say that they believe the deal is about done, and you know, but yet Rodgers still could decide not to come back. 
you know, there's no given that just because they signed the deal or get the deal done and the details worked out that he would even want to come back unless there are certain things met, certain personnel met that he wants around him. I, Again, this goes back to I know he wants a voice. I know he wants a say. But in being the smartest guy in the room, you never want to say to a player, you don't go out and get all your money. But to a quarterback that's made $300 million and now this is about legacy, it's kind of like you want to say, don't go grab all the money. You know what I mean? I, I do, absolutely. And, and I think what, what, what could be the holdup, and this is something that I've been sort of speculating on my, my podcast, is um, what if what Rodgers is asking for the Packers is, hey, let's, let's figure out my deal. Let's figure out how to get the, the numbers in 2022 as low as possible so that Devontae Adams can be back and my guy Randall Cobb can be back. Because it seems like Randall Cobb is not going to be back on the whatever nine million dollar cap hit that he would that he would be in 2022, and so that he's saying, "Look, I'll sign my deal, and you get this stuff figured out." Because I don't, I, I, I trust you more than I used to, but I still don't trust you to 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 follow through on all of these things. So I'm not signing, and I'm not announcing until you figure out the extensions for Devontae Adams and some sort of small deal for Randall Cobb. Uh, you know, maybe that's going on behind the scenes, and, and I can understand why that would not be leaked by either side because, number one, they're trying to get those deals done, but number two, it, you know, maybe maybe there is this perception that Rodgers is holding the team hostage, but I don't think that's really what, what would be happening in that situation anyway. That could be what's holding up all of this, and maybe it comes through and, and he's getting 46 or 47 or whatever, and it's really fake money because they're able to spread it out with the guarantees and the signing bonuses and all that stuff over four or five years. And it's really just two with void years. Maybe that, maybe that is, is what's going on. But to your point, he could make it a lot easier by just saying, yeah, well, let's just do 25. Let's just do 28. And then, it could, then you can really reduce those numbers and, and have a lot of flexibility. It doesn't seem like he's going to do that. And again, I'm, I'm not going to ask him to do that. But he could. And, and so let's, let's be honest about what could be happening rather than what is actually going to happen. If he wants to be the highest paid player and say this is a two-year, they say short term, so my assumption is two-year or three-year deal at the most. Say he wants to be the highest paid player, then that would mean guaranteed money that would make him the highest paid player. So even if you push it down the road, say over the next two years, Eventually, it all comes due. You know what I mean? Because that's we're talking guaranteed money, right? Yeah. So the money, the, the Rogers gets the money. It depends on how you guarantee it. There are a couple of different ways you can do it. The Packers have traditionally done it all in signing bonus. So the money is up front, and then it's all an accounting trick. Then it's all for the numbers nerds to figure out. Okay, now now it, let's say you get eighty million over four years. Well, you can spread that cap hit out of that guaranteed 80 million. And now you can do 20, 20, 20, 20. You can spread it out that way. And so that's what the, that's where the void years come in. So let's say it's, it's a uh, two years, hundred million, just for round numbers and 80 million in guarantees. But then you add three void years to the back end. You can spread that 80 million out over what you'd probably do is four seasons or five seasons. And it would count nothing on the cap at the end. Um, and, and you're able to get that number. You could save probably $15 million off, off what that cap number is right now for Rodgers because some of that is going to be in his base salary, but most of it is going to be in that, um, in that guaranteed money portion. So it's workable. 
uh, it just would, it just then, then when Rogers would, let's say, leave the team in two years, whether he retires or, or whatever, then all of that money, if you push out 60 million into void years, or you push out 40 or 50 million into void years, then all of that accelerates. He could be in 2024. If they do a deal like the one I just said, um, then he could accelerate, you know, 40 plus million onto the cap when he retires or is, is dealt. But, but if you're, if you're trading two years of Super Bowl contention with Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, and the cap is going to keep going up, keep going up, keep going up. Maybe, maybe that's worth it. That's that's what I'm saying is, you know, what people don't understand. Yeah, they can push it back and they can make it a million dollars a year and he could have a great team around him. But eventually the money comes due and most likely it's going to come due by the time he leaves, which means when Aaron Rodgers is pretty much done, all that void money then comes forward. And all of a sudden you're looking at the last year without Aaron Rodgers and the first year of whomever happens to be under center with already starting out $40 million underwater. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's that, that's the problem with um, you know with with not having certainty about your future at quarterback either. And maybe maybe the prudent decision is just say, look, this is a Super Bowl contending team now. Let's figure out tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, and as long as the cap, I mean, the reason, the only reason that the Saints got in trouble with all of the restructures and the kicking the can down the road that they did is because of COVID, because the cap inexplicably and unpredictably went down. We expect the cap to go up in 2023 by an enormous number and explode over the next couple of years with this new money coming in from, from uh, TV rights deals and Amazon getting in the mix and all that stuff. So $40 million on a dead cap hit is not going to feel like it would today, but how much help is Jordan Love going to need? Are you going to have to be paying another quarterback? Because in two years now, Jordan Love is either on his, you know, he's, he's going into his fourth year. Then you've got the fifth year option. If Rodgers plays the next two years, then you have to re-sign Jordan Love. Or you have to go out into the market and pay someone. Or you have to draft someone. All of that has cost. So I don't think you should, you should manage your team now worrying about three years. You know, Andrew Brand always says in three years we could all be fired. Um, and, and so, unfortunately, teams have to ride that line. Um, and, and the Packers have always done it well. Hey, Ted Thompson was always thinking about three years from now. And I mm-hmm. think the criticisms of that is, well, to the detriment of the now. Right. And, and so do you, with a generational player like Aaron Rodgers, just say, you know, uh, screw it and, and let's just try and do this now and, we, and when we suck, we can figure it out. Um, that's that's the, the path that I would choose if I were in charge because if you don't do that, um, you're going to get fired in two years anyway. Uh, then you, you have to you have to um, make that decision, and then it, there's, there's, there can be no half measures. It can't be well. We're going to kind of do this, and then kind of plan for the future. No, if you're going to go, go and and go big, and and explore the trade market, and do everything you can to just blow it out for the next two years, and then and then maybe you're bad for a couple of years, but but hopefully you won a Super Bowl that gives you enough goodwill to to move that that whole regime forward. What do you uh, what do you think happens? Let's get away from the Rodgers discussion, but uh, you've got Devontae coming up. We're uh, only a few days away from the end of the franchise tag period. We've got a guy like uh, Jair waiting on a contract extension. You've got uh, Zedarius that is sitting out there, Devontae Campbell that is sitting out there, Russell Douglas that is sitting out there, all these key contributors. You tell me what do you think happens with some of these guys? 
So I think Zedarius Smith is is the odds-on favorite to be out. Um, he's all but but said his goodbyes via social media, um, and I think I think an extension with Jair Alexander is is the next big domino. Uh, I, I think that's gonna that's gonna be something that that we see get done here pretty quickly in the next week or two, um, and that that makes all the sense in the world. He's 13 million because he's playing on that option in 2022. Um, that's fully guaranteed uh, or, or counts, you know, that, that, that whole amount counts on the cap. They can spread that stuff out and, and redo a deal where he's, you're saving, you know, six or $7 million there for a player that they already want to sign. We talked about this last time I was on. It's great that they have all of these players that they need to extend to save money because all of the players that they need to extend to save money are good. You extend Smith and you feel good about it. You could extend Rashawn Gary and feel really good about it. Um, you've restructured deals for David Bakhtiari, Kenny Clark, and Aaron Jones. All guys, you feel really good about being in your program, being on your team for, you know, for sure for the next couple of years. Um, I, I think that, that Jair Domino is a big one. Um, I, I, think, I think as we move toward uh, free agency and after we saw what we saw at the Combine yesterday, good gracious, all of these guys can absolutely fly. If you're the Packers, I think you probably feel like, Mark West Valdez Scantling on the open market is probably going to get eight, nine, ten per year, and you just can't afford that. Right. And so you could re- you could replace that speed with a Chris Olave, a Christian Watson, um, or, or some of these other burners. I mean, it's the fastest receiver class we've ever seen. Uh, so uh, that is a, a great position for Green Bay to be. And if you have to if you have to lose someone somewhere, you know, I, I think this is a, a good draft class to replace some of that speed. Um, and maybe get a, a, you know, and actually Chris Olave, I think could be a really nice compliment to Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, who I think is going to get tendered. So those are, those are the dominoes that I think are, are, are coming here. Um, if I had to, to make a prediction, you know, I think, I think Adams is, is for sure back. Um, they, they let MBS walk. It's Alan Lazard back, Randall Cobb back, uh, Rogers back. And then you, you figure out something with Preston Smith and Jair Alexander, and that gets you where you need to be cap wise. Um, it depends on how much more space they can create to sign someone like Devondre Campbell. That's, that's, the, that's the one that I have my eye on. Do they, have they changed their perspective on that position enough to believe he's worth paying real money? That's, that's the big question to me. Here's, uh, here's the main one, and I had this uh, no less than seven times walking to a concert last night and three or four times leaving it last night. One, the number one question is, is Rogers back? Your opinion. Yeah, he's back. Uh, it, it's just a matter of time, I think, and as the, you know, the, the, the details have to be ironed out or, or his, his requests for new deals for Devontae Adams or whatever it is, that, that stuff has to be met and then it has to be done on his terms. Um, I, I think the Packers are patiently waiting for him to, to announce it, to, to say it, to tell them for sure. It, all of the signs are pointing in that direction right now, but, but we have to see. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it got Friday news dumps, to be honest. Um, just from a standpoint of you do it on Friday, if you're on Rogers Friday afternoon, all of a sudden there's all this attention, just like at the draft. Remember last year, um, not a Packers event, but a, but an NFL event. And all of a sudden this got dropped and everyone's watching NFL coverage for three days for the draft. Well, everyone's doing that with the combine now too. So all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers' return is going to be the story over the weekend. It'll be all the headlines all weekend on Monday. Now is now would be a great time to do it. And it gives you time before that March 8th franchise tag deadline um, for the Packers to get whatever else they, they, they need to get worked out. I think 
I think that would be uh, a very Rogers thing to do is to handle it that way. Peter, great stuff, man. We'll talk again real soon, okay? All right. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. Peter Bukowski joining us from the uh, Locked On Packers podcast. You can find him at Peter underscore Bukowski. Peter underscore Bukowski over on uh, over on uh, on uh, Twitter. You can find his stuff there. But uh, that's kind of, you know, looking at the team as a whole, you kind of get the sense that they're going to put this whole thing back together. Uh, they're just going to do it by kicking a lot of money down the road and just cross your fingers. They end up with a Super Bowl. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. for some uh, great opportunities uh, to get out, do a few things. Uh, our friends at the Milwaukee Admirals, they've got some stuff going on. Coming up, coming up, you've got uh, this weekend. Tonight, they are taking on the uh, the Texas Stars down at, uh, it's going to be a busy night downtown Milwaukee, I'll tell you that. Over at the UWM Panther Arena, you've got uh, the Admirals game. Across the street at the Fiserv Forum, you got Flat Out Friday. Flat Out Friday is taking place tonight. So it's going to be a busy night downtown. Going to stop over. Uh, I don't know. We went over to uh, Calderon Club. And, uh, and by the way, uh, Ben, did you see? I got to tell When you come to town, Ben, we got to get downtown. Did you see the pizza last night? Oh, no. What was the over pizza? On the face, check out the Facebook fan page. Will do. So stopped over at uh, San Giorgio last night and uh, went face first into the Bill Michaels Pizza, which was absolutely awesome. Then went over to Calderon Club and uh, had a few beverages there. Well, we got to get down there. I remember everybody wants to know what's on the pizzas. We got to get like the, the the crew, Ebo and Rowdy and and just everybody from out in that direction, and Mike Clemens and I and a few others from here, and home base. And then uh, we got we got to get down there for a night of pizza and beverages. Oh, that's a pizza. Uh, to, yeah, that looks juicy. I'm more of a that pepperoni is, guy. I see sausages on it. I like sausage. Is, I'm a pepperoni see, it's guy. Not, there is pepperoni. They have it, but it is an authentic. You have never had one of these. I guarantee it. Huh. It's uh, it's a dip because people always say, well, what's on it is just pepperoni and black olive. And no, 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 no. It is the way pizza was made over 100 years ago. When pizza came out of the area of Napoli, Italy, you have to go there and be authenticated. It is pizza that's not made with red sauce. It's not lo- loaded up with the pizza sauce, so to speak. It's olive oils and it's different types of oils and it's, it's basils and, and different leaf uh, things that they put on it. And, and it's, it's just, it's amazing. So it's something like you won't ever have before. It'll change the way you eat pizza. It just, it just does. It's, it's fantastic. So I went down there last night. Might get over there tonight, heading downtown to Flat Out Friday over at the Fiserv Forum. But the Admiral's playing tonight. And then uh, they are uh, off on Saturday, back on Sunday, the Grand Rapids Griffin. They're home for quite some time now. They got uh, the Grand Rapids Griffins uh, coming up on Sunday. Next Wednesday, they take on Iowa, and then you get into next weekend on the 11th and 12th. Rockford, the Ice Hogs, the dreaded Ice Hogs are coming to town. Good rivalry. And then they've got a country concert after the game against the Chicago Wolves coming up on the 12th. 
So get your tickets now. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. That is MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. You ever been to an Admirals game? No. I've I've really only spent real time in Milwaukee for Bucks games or Brewers games. Okay. So you guys you guys need to venture this way, man. I keep telling you, I've got all these bedrooms at the house. Nobody shows up. You guys, you're more than welcome to stay. The bar's always open. And the house is big enough where we don't even have to see each other. So, <laughs> you know, that's the nice part about it. Not that I want you walking around in your underwear or anything like that and freaking people out or neighbors, but, you know, the bar's always open. So you want to come over? I don't. During the winter, good. I kind of hibernate like a bear. I don't really do anything. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> then when summer comes, I become more of a I person. Get it. Yep. Well, summertime, both bars are open: the outside tiki bar and the inside bar, just in case you got rain. Not bad. Hey, um, did you see this story coming out of Cincinnati? They're uh, pissed off at their kicker, McPherson. I did see that, and I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, I do too. Um, apparently the special teams coach is pissed off because McPherson, who was one of the best kickers in the league this year, sat out uh, at halftime and watched Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and Eminem and Mary J. Blige and everybody, Kendrick Lamar, instead of joining the rest of the team in the locker room. Now, if you've ever been to a game, kickers go in, team goes in at halftime, usually after about five minutes and the kickers pee, they tighten their shoes. Long snapper comes out, and they don't really stay. They don't. They don't have much to do when it comes to halftime adjustments. They're just there. So the kickers come back out and start kicking. They're out there while the bands are usually still playing. They're kicking within the band. So we all know that the halftime show is a longer halftime show. So he came out, and he was just waiting for the halftime show to kind of end so he could start kicking. So he sat on the bench and watched the show. He's a rookie kicker, you know, and apparently they're mad at him. Um, the, the thing about McPherson, and I'm not saying it's right, but he's an incredible kicker, even though he did miss quite a few kicks in the game against the Green Bay Packers and gave Mason Crosby the opportunity to split the uprights and ultimately win the game. But he, he's an incredible kicker and won them some games to get there. So I don't know why they're so pissed other than just, you know, we win as a team, we lose as a team, we go to halftime as a team, you know, whatever. But uh, but they're, they're kind of mad at him that he went out and watched the halftime show and enjoyed it rather than, um, you know, rather than kind of hanging with his team. He could have gone and taken a hit of Snoop Dogg's blunt and I would have been fine with it right? as long as he still hit his kicks. Right? Yeah. He might have got a contact buzz anyway. He might have got a contact buzz anyway. But I don't know if he Is tested it? himself for weed when he got home. No, I don't know if he did or not. <laughs> <laughs> it was there. It was like, oh, okay, what the hell? We'll see, you know. What the hell? It was there. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to uh, want to find us, go ahead and do so. 877-867-1670. But, yeah, the, uh, the Bengals and their special teams coach mad at the, mad at the kicker. Of all things to be mad at, mad at the kicker. Why don't you try being mad at the offensive line who couldn't block me, who couldn't block Ben with bad knees? They allowed pressure on Joe Burrow all day. Why don't you be mad or be mad at the GM who just didn't get him enough help, not enough help in the trenches? So if that, why not be mad at them? Because you couldn't do jack in the second half of that ball game. It wasn't the kicker. It was the offensive line. I'd go in that direction before I'd start getting mad at the kicker.
Bad back, too, for the record. Yeah, right. Oh, okay. Well, you got that going on for you, too. Maybe you just may well then be a stand-up guy on the outside. You're a pass rusher now. If you got the bad back. You can't go down into the three-point and can't pop out of the leverage. Then you just got to kind of lean on people and try to run around the outside. And then get your spin move on the inside. You're good to go. One of my favorite draft words is bendiness. And I do not have much bendiness. <laughs> not a lot of bendiness there. Uh, 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our buddy Dwayne at Dwayne's Cover It All. Up in Wausau, the best, Wisconsin's best, canvas, upholstery, leather, cover, boat provider, whatever it happens to be, canvas out in front, awning in front of your business, call them. If you got some uh, furniture in your office you want to get fixed or at your home, call them. You got a boat cover, you got a bimini top, you got something you need like that, call them. That's the man. Go to Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com, or call him 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119. Also, if you're out and about tonight, you want to take shuttles downtown, second and national, Walker's Point, Milwaukee's best sports bar at Stenny's. Best Bloody Marys around, too. God, I was craving a Bloody Mary the other day. Packers, Brewers, Badgers, Bucks, Admirals, Marquette, UWM, all the special events downtown. Go to Stenny's. They'll shuttle you downtown, get you back. Good food. Go in and ask for the Bill Michaels garlic cheese bread. Stuff it in your grill. Enjoy yourself. You might have to change your pants. That is Stenny's. Give them a shout. More of the Bill Michaels Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up next. This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Flavors. Good stuff. Welcome back to the Bill Michaels Show. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Wabam. W-A-B-A-M. Wabam. And uh, at Wabam, they have cleaning products, industrial cleaning products. If you are a uh, company looking to cut costs on some of your janitorial service issues, you can do that. Uh, they supply you. Or maybe you're just like myself. And you work out at home, you do a lot of things around the house, whether it's car, motorcycle, boat. Um, I'm always cleaning something and polishing something, whatever it happens to be. All you got to do is get a hold of our friends at Wabam. Go to getwabam.com. Get, G-E-T, we all know that. Wabam, W-A-B-A-M. Best part about it, getwabam.com. Best part about it, they're right here in the state of Wisconsin. Ryan DiStefano and his his, he's the one who started the company, and then his dad is their delivery driver, and they take this stuff all over uh, the 3-4 state area. When you talk about getting it to Wisconsin, getting it to Illinois, getting it into Iowa, into Minnesota. So within the sound of my voice, uh, when it comes to our over-the-air broadcast, 300,000 of you uh, daily listening to the program on average, when you talk about all the mass people that we cover from top of the state to the bottom of the state and beyond the borders, uh, get a hold of them. Go to getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. Um, 877-867-1670. So, uh, Ben, do you watch any of these reality shows or home improvement shows? Home improvement, no. I, okay. I've watched The Bachelor on occasion, I will confess. But not regularly. 
So uh, I, I bet once you own a home or a property of some sort, you start to get into these things. You get to look at the befores and the afters and all that kind of stuff. So I was going through, you know how you get those 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 things that say, you know, the most fake reality shows that there are, and you start to scroll through the list? The show Fixer Upper with Joanna Gaines, which has the big display in all the targets, and it's supposed to be the primo stuff, you know? Uh, I did not know that when they finish with those homes, they show the before and after, and they set up all this furniture and all this flatware, and they put all these flowers and vases and all these different things that they do in these homes. Uh, it is not included. The minute the cameras stop filming, they empty the house. What? Yeah. Yep. And not every room gets remodeled. Yeah. I used to watch a show years ago, maybe when I was six or five, called Trading Places, where it was mm-hmm. home improvement, but for like kids' bedrooms, where they right. would give them the car bed and, and all the cool right. wallpaper. Yeah. I, they charge people for that? Yep. I, I guess they do. Well, there's a piece of my childhood that has been completely ruined. I uh, I didn't know this. Uh, the, the show Fixer Upper... They only time Chip Gaines, the the kind of the lead construction guy with his wife on this, the only time he actually works on the house is when the cameras are there. Otherwise, it's just other people. And when they go in and do the after, when she's going through and she's buying these special pieces and having these special tables made and all that stuff, she does all of this, and we'd like to do this for you, and this is great. The only way you keep it is if you pay for it after the fact. If you like it so much, you pay for it. Well, that's it's stupid. not included in the budget. I mean, what does that tell us? It tells us no one actually watches the television shows, right? I, I I couldn't I couldn't couldn't believe it. I'm like, are you kidding me? After all of this, and they're they're like, they just ended up buying um, the I think it was the DIY network, if I'm not mistaken. I think they bought the DIY network, and uh, they changed it to their. Their name for the Magnolia, because I think it's Magnolia Farms or whatever it is, but I think it's the Magnolia Network now. Uh, but, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I have been fooled. But uh, just, and they have become, I don't know why, but they've become kind of the fixer-upper pariahs uh, of all of these fix-it shows. So, yeah, they're the ones that uh, a lot of people get uh, get mad at for whatever reason. I don't know why, but there's been this backlash. So I guess the way that you're into home improvement shows, since you obviously own a home, I'm more into looking at death stories of people complaining about their landlords online. <laughs> like my landlord had black mold, and then I sued him, and he right. didn't give me money. And right. now I'm sick, and, I, and I'm going to die. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe without yep. the death. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I mean, I watch them because I, as a homeowner, you do look for certain things that you can do. You know, or something that you might think, okay, this is cool, or maybe what the trends are. You know, when you get to a show and they go, yeah, this is not not good, then you're kind of looking at yourself going, okay, do I have that in my house? Because if it's not good and it's out of date, you don't want people coming to your house going, man, you're you, you, you kind of rocking some 70s here, you know, which I don't have. I, I, I'm pretty decent about that. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting. For, it's just one of those things that you'll look at on, um, let's see here. Like a Saturday morning, you know, if you're not watching college game day, 
like a Saturday morning, you wake up, you know, you're kind of paying attention to like main cabin masters or something, which I'm all for. <laughs> and I'll say this. Here's the thing. I'll watch that, first of all, because I just think it's it's unbelievable what they do. And I, it, it, that show has to be crap. It has to be a lie because they'll take, yeah, we've got this cabin on a lake and the floor is falling out. The joists are gone. The roof has holes in it. We got a budget of $9,000. And they'll make this thing look amazing. They're bringing stuff over on boats. They're renting barges. They're putting in docks. They're they're doing uh, concrete work out front. And they did all this for 9000 bucks. Kristen wanted to get some caulk and a new, t- uh, a new insertion. I even asked for contractors to contact me. I'm not kidding you. I put it on Facebook. I said, contractors, contact, it. contact me. This guy came over to her bathroom. And I, I'm, not, I'm not lying. He came over, and all she needed was maybe a new insert, caulk around the, the, the tub because uh, she's got some leakage through to the basement down to the laundry area, and just wanted a, a faucet replaced. And the, 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 they were quoting her like $15,000. I'm like, the main cabin masters could come in here and do the entire house and put a new roof on it for that. All she needed to do was stop the leaking in the tub. How in the world do they? So that show has to be crap. That has completely skewed my thought when it comes to the remodeling industry. Either everybody out there is full of crap. And oh, here's the other part of it. For the five or six guys that I booked, one showed up. Nobody showed. You can't even get a contractor anymore to show up. So anyway, okay, I'm done with my rant. But I, that's that's some of the shows that I do watch. You know, I outside do think, of the realm of sports. Yeah, I do think wallpaper is back in this year, which I don't understand. It is back in. I think wallpaper is hideous. It well, wallpapers become new. It's it's you can do different styles. You can make it look like tile. People are into the brick look and stuff again. Um, the board look. Or the, some of the traditional type of old style wallpaper, um, but yeah, it's 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 back in. Yeah, wallpaper's making a comeback, which is great while it lasts. But if you ever try to take that stuff off, you might as well just blow your house up, just burn it down. That's it. What are you doing over there? Why are you putting dynamite all around your house? I need to get rid of my wallpaper. <laughs> okay, understand. Talk to you later. Because wallpaper sucks to take off if you've never done it. And then there's the people that say, don't worry about it, and they paint over it. That's always an attractive look. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, I agree with you. Wallpaper, no. Then there's all the barn board. And and, and then there's the drinking game. If you do watch the, the show Fixer Upper, did you know there's a drinking game? <laughs> I don't do I, I drink. I don't do that much drink. Okay. There's a drinking game to that, too. Oh, boy. Every time Joanna Gaines says the word shiplap. What is that? Pound it. Shiplap is when it's have kind of the interlocking interlocking boards that go up on the wall. It's, it's like nine-inch boards. They kind of lock together, and you'll know it when you see it. It's a farmhouse-style look. It's called shiplap boards. And they put the shiplap up the sides of the boards. And, or up the sides of the walls or what have you. Every time she says the word shiplap, you, you pound it down like there's no more, no tomorrow. I guarantee you by the end of every episode, after a half hour, an hour, you won't even know your name. Yeah, because she says it all the time. Oh, God. You know, I think even in the throes of passion, she just shouts it out like, you know, just a you know an autistic word to her. Shiplap! Oh, God, shiplap! That's what she yells. I don't know why. She just does. Uh, Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next.
Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. got completely uh, on a Friday though it's not terrible being good Friday fish fry Friday all that kind of good stuff you know what I mean it's a good Friday today enjoy your Friday get out and enjoy that fish fry go to a supper club tonight maybe just grab yourself something at the local pub and eatery head out gonna head down to a flat out Friday tonight down at the Pfizer forum watch uh watch the motorcycle races tonight can't wait for that uh, we're talking about all the uh, DIY programs and the programs that are considered the most fake. Um, Fixer Upper being one of them. <laughs> this one's from Anthony who says, Unit, remember MTV Cribs? Half the stars have admitted they've gone into other homes to show off their stuff. They didn't want people actually to see what they had in their homes. Uh, he also said that I heard ghost hunters, uh, when they don't find ghosts, the producers make things move with fishing line. Didn't know that. I'm completely disappointed now. Never, never, uh, never thought that. I figured there were ghosts everywhere. I'm a gullible believer. Uh, Angela, my says my friend was on House Hunters. Two of the three homes they looked at weren't even for sale. The house they actually bought, they knew they were buying before the film even got started. Uh, Taylor says, "Remember, pimp my ride." Oh yeah. Pin my ride. I remember that. Said they used to charge people unbelievable amounts of money when the car was done, and that's the reason the show fell apart. That's disappointing, too. Pin my ride. I remember that. Pin my ride was cool. I liked that show. I always thought, though, they would do some amazing stuff. They would take, um, you know, an old crappy Chevy Chevette or something or just a Ford Pinto. And then just do amazing things to it. And then charge the people. That, that That's what killed me, is they would then charge them to do it. It wasn't like they would turn it around. Because the whole, the whole premise of the show was to say, I'm driving a crappy car. I need some help. I don't have any money. And then they'd come and take it and say, hey, you know what? We got you. And they'd give it a really cool look. They'd make it to their personality, and they, they pimped it out. They tricked this thing out. Put in a killer sound system, new paint job, fix it up the motor, wheels, tires. You're safe. You're good to go. And it was cool. They'd bring it back, and people would go crazy and cry and, and thank them. And, and th- now you're telling me they charged them for this? Oh, that's disappointing, man. Who was the, who was the rapper that did Pimp My Ride? I can't remember who it was. I can't remember for the for the. It was exhibit. Was. Pimp my ride. Exhibit. exhibit. Yes, exhibit. Thank you very much. He, I figured Evo would know. You got that. Pimp my ride was always a good show. Are you paying attention to these discussions uh, dating back to the home improvement shows, there, Evo? Oh yeah, Bill. I'm a home improvement guy. I just did my doors and my trim and all kinds of stuff. See, do you own a home? 
I do own a home, yes, indeed. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about then. That you wake up and you're like, oh, okay, if I'm not going to turn on Krzyzewskiville tomorrow and watch uh, wall-to-wall coverage of Mike Krzyzewski's last game at at uh, Cameron Indoor, you're probably paying attention to Maine Cabin Masters or something. Uh, I do have a honey-do list to do, Bill. So, uh, you know, Jen wants to get some clock, too, and I got to put in, um, like, I just did the cabinets and stuff, so I got to fill in some holes there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So she... she <laughs> So if if you're handy enough, let me know because Krista needs a, a new shower. Oh uh, no, I I'm handy, Bill. Like I watched Red Red Green Show growing up. So if the women don't find you handsome, you? Uh, they can find you okay. handy with some duct tape. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Duct tape will fix everything yeah, too. Exactly. By the way, just uh, just an FYI for guys that don't know. Yeah, that'll get you done. Good stuff. Didn't know you were. See, I see all the culinary pictures. It's it's either a picture of you and Jen making food or working out. Yep, I'm a beast There's in the kitchen. Bill, I'm a beast in the gym. Well, the problem is lately the beast in the kitchen in me has been nothing but fattening foods and, and things that really aren't that good for you. Now, Kristen, on the other hand, she's been into like pork chops and chicken breasts and Brussels sprouts. And we went out and bought these skillets and these different sets and all this. And I've been wanting this stuff anyway, so I don't mind it. But, you know, she'll make something really healthy and we'll be like, this is great. We're feeling good today. Uh, I'm going to go work out, and then something happens. I don't get a workout in, and the next thing you know, we've got 12 beers in us. We're eating pizzas, a giant Bavarian pretzel, and the next day my poop floats. It's just, it's, it just goes all to hell really, really late, uh, and i got to stop doing that because it's, it's not good for me. So, By the way, Kristen's dad looks like the guy with the big mustache on this old house. I still think it's him. So I want to get him to come to the house and maybe put a new air conditioning unit in my home or something like that. There you go. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, how do we get on this topic? Oh, my God. I completely took us down a Well, a Ebo dropped in, and that always is I, a problem. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. It's, it's a Friday, man. We got we got nothing going on. Uh, this one's from Jeff. He says, do you ever watch uh, my lottery dream home on HGTV? Uh, the guy takes people who won the lottery to buy their dream home. Most of the homes are in Florida. <laughs> Okay. I have seen it. That's the guy with the tats everywhere. He's got tattoos all over his neck, his ankles, his fingertips, everything. I've seen that. Uh, Rick says this old house cost the homeowners tons and tons of money. Many have to sell their homes after the show because they are so far in debt. Really? That is, no, come on. Really? To have a dude show up at your house? Because some of these people do it themselves. I just watched an episode of that where a guy was going to put in a wood floor. And he comes to the house, and he's like, do you know how to do it? The guy says, no. He says, okay, let's show you. And the guy did all the work. The homeowner did all the work. How in hell are they charging him? If that's true, that's sad. Because that was where Norm started out, who ended up into his own show or whatever it was. But Gosh. I have gotten you completely lost, don't I, Ben? I'm I there we have some breaking news. Bring it. What do we got? The I and this is completely off topic, but it just came across the wire and I was trying to verify it. The Kalamazoo Growlers have given a lifetime ban to Rob Manfred attending their games. Nice. Nice. Do that uh, that that's good. That's, that's, uh, that, that's, I, I like that. I mean, they're taking a stand. I wonder if, uh, like anybody in the Northwoods League would do that. I just saw something the, uh, today, whether the, I think it was the Wausau Woodchucks. They made some kind of an announcement today. 
oh, well, we were talking about what I can do this summer without baseball, like some hobbies I can pick up. I think I'm going to become a diehard Madison Mallards fan. The Mallards, the Woodchucks, the Rivermen, all of them, lacrosse loggers. I I I love Northwoods baseball. Love Northwoods baseball. We got the Chinooks in the area, the Kingfish. Uh, You got the new stadium going up in Oconomowoc. Uh, right off the highway. I can't remember who is going to be playing there. I can't remember off the top of my head. But you've got, uh, like I mentioned, the Chinooks. I mean, you got you got Northwoods baseball all over the place. The Green Bay Bullfrogs, I think, uh, as well. Oh, yeah. And then you're still going to have minor league baseball, which means the, um, you know, you got the uh, the team up in Appleton, the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. So, yeah. I was wearing a Timber Rattlers on the show the other day. Oh, Bill, I've just been told that the Growlers are in the Northwoods League. There you go. So a revolution is starting. I'm, I'm all for it, man. The Growlers. There you go. The Docks, uh, the Dockhounds. The Dock, thank you, Stacy. The Dockhounds are going to be in Oconomowoc. There you go. Good stuff. All right, when we come back, what else do we have coming up? Ben, Jim Ozarski going to join us. We're going to talk a little uh, Bucks hoops coming up here in just a couple of seconds. Yep. Hang in there. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 